The following podcast is a Rotten Corpse Radio production. Pipeline, from an undisclosed location directly into your earbuds, Rotten Corpse Entertainment proudly presents the Sick and Wrong Tag Team Power Hour with your hosts, Riot and Starrocracy. We are sitting the edge of a cliff on the dawn of a new era. Or maybe you accidentally just started listening to this, but this is Sick and Rock's Tag Team Power Hour, only on Rotten Corpse Radio. And right now we're texting Will. Yep. Nobody knows Will yet, but Will is a giant. He's essentially the blonde-haired uh, version of the guy with the crazy beard in uh, Sanity. Yeah, no shit. I can never remember what his actual or what his name is. They gave him a weird name. I did like seeing uh, Moro back, though. Oh, yeah, no shit. Fucking Moro, like... It, it was cool, because it was nice hearing his voice on the announce team. But it's it wasn't as, like, crazy and over-the-top as, uh, as his announcing usually is, you know? He, he didn't have no, a lot a of the... It's his first week. Yeah. And after uh, spending it away. It's like Will's working. Boo, Will, boo. All right, but... um, But no, I was, uh, I was pretty happy with the show. Uh, I'm not really too sure about the Velveteen Dream. What are your thoughts on the Velveteen Dream? Is he like... nice, but he just reminds me of uh, what's-his-face. Uh, Orlando Jordan. Jordan? Orlando Jordan. I know, like, it's kind of funny, too, because he's like, he's got the same kind of look and everything else. And he Except almost... Orlando Jordan was actually gay, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. I don't know if the Velveteen Dream is or not, but but yeah, at least the, <laughs> at least with Orlando Jordan, yeah, that was a that was a shoot, that was his real deal, like his gay gimmick. Which I I don't know, like which did you like better? Did you like his gay gimmick in WWE or TNA? I think I liked his TNA one better. It was way more flamboyant, right? Yeah. Yeah, it was just fucking. Just balls of the wall crazy. Like it had the, he went over the top with like his outfit and everything else. I I want to think that 
that version of Orlando Jordan completely outgay Gold Dust. The only the only way you could outgay Gold Dust at that at this point would be for Gold Dust to actually get the breast implants he was talking about getting. Yeah, no shit. But you could you could you have imagined that though, like Gold Dust with titties? Mm-hmm. Like back in the nineties when he was still like a fucking like like he was still a main event guy. <laughs> yep. <laughs> like coming out with Marlena and shit, and his titties are all bouncing and hers are all bouncing. I don't know. She kind of, she kind of had that like adult escort look to her. Like she was hot, but she was kind of like really slutty porn hot. Yeah, no shit. But uh, fast forward, they sh- on on the episode of NXT, uh, we see a little bit of a scuffle between that uh, the the team I call the Trash Compactors. <laughs> um, the Trash Compactors, like. I don't really know what to think of this team. I'm not really too into them, especially the short, fatter one that apparently talks like the Cajun guy from Waterboy. He's all like, what the fuck is that? I guess be different, but holy shit. to be square. I don't know why I had that song stuck in my head. <laughs> and uh, the other guy, of course, is the dude from Portland, uh, which I really want to figure out if he actually competed in Portland's indie scene or not. I'm kind of interested to find that out. But he's a big motherfucker, so... He essentially uh, steals Cassius Ono's gimmick just right off the bat. Like, I'm a big semi-fat guy. I'm a big semi-fat guy. But yeah, that contract signing for the tag team titles, I think that's going to happen now. So Between the big hosses and the bigger hosses? Yep, pretty much. I don't know. I think the Authors of Pain will probably keep it. I don't think they're going to give it to the other team at all. No, nah, I think they just need to put Authors of Pain on, like, a main roster or something. I'm kind of tired of them on NXT. Yeah. Unfortunately, you know, once they get to the main roster, I mean, they don't have it. You know, they're kind of missing that. The, yeah. They're two big, scary-looking dudes. And with Paul Ellering, you know, kind of... It kind of makes them semi-cool. But all they do is just destroy people and... There's not really much for them on this roster, you know. All their opponents are, like, too small. I know. Even though they've had some really good matches with DIY. Fuck yeah. And I, I want to know what happened with that, with Gargano and Ciampa. Yeah, no shit, because that, that rivalry would be fucking hot. But they're probably holding it aside because, it, honestly, that rivalry, I think, will outshine uh, the Bobby Roode... Uh, uh, Roddy uh, uh, feud right now. Roderick Strong or what? Yeah, yeah. I think that's that's kind of the uh, that's kind of the thought I'm having. Like, I think if they were used doing the Gargano Champa feud, 
the whole thing with Roderick Strong and Bobby Roode would just deflate. Even though it's a really funny storyline. I really got to say, I like the way they're pushing Alistair. Alistair Black or Tommy Hero, whatever you want to call him. I oh, like man. the way, I love what they've done with Bobby Roode. I love what they've done with Roderick. I love what they've done with fucking DIY. I mean, fucking Oscar, Jesus Christ, that was a fucking match. I know. So like, <clears throat> so yeah, that being the NXT uh, main event, that was just a fucking brutal match. Like anybody could have had that match, but at that level, like that, that's saying something, especially for like the women's revolution right now. It's like not even just a good match for the women. It was just a good match, period. Yeah, it was. And, uh, God, who else had a really good match that night? Uh, Actually, I think it was just them. Because like, I think that, uh, oh, the, um, uh, Kenta versus, um, versus uh, Oni Lorcan. Yeah, dude, that guy's awesome. Yeah, he, I love him. He just fucking just runs around fucking European uppercutting everybody. He was at a house show, uh, and uh, he was wrestling. I forgot who, but it was on one of the social medias and Ronda Rousey was at one of the shows. Anyways, the guy grabs Lorkin and he has a fucking Ronda Rousey chop him while she's standing in the crowd. <laughs> and she was so hesitant. She's like, really? <laughs> okay. Yeah, no shit. Maybe she just wasn't sure if she was allowed to touch another man or not. She's like, I don't know. I mean, if she has a boyfriend, he might get mad. But who knows? Will thinks my cum tastes like a sauce from a hero sandwich. That's a possibility. <laughs> That's a possibility. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna put anything to the wayside. I want to think that that's a real thing. I <laughs> think that's a real thing. It's kind of like sandwiches are so fucking good. It's kind of like how mine actually tastes like jalapeno and cream cheese. Taquitos. Uh, yeah, the jalapeno cream cheese taquitos from 7 Eleven. Sponsor us. They're good, but it still gives you heartburn. Fuck yeah. That's what my semen does. My semen gives you heartburn. My semen gives you heartburn. You could actually spread it on a fucking street taco, and it's fucking amazing. That's fucking amazing. Well, back to wrestling, anyways. <laughs> yeah, speaking of wrestling, what about fucking. Uh, Drew McIntyre is another good sign. Yeah. That was such, and he's so much better than he used to be. How about like Andrade uh, Cien Almas? I mean, do you think that he's going to end up going soon? I think so, because I think he's a good heel. Yeah. He could probably be the Eddie Guerrero that they've been looking for for years. Probably. It's just they're not letting him do anything or they're not letting him win enough. It's kind of let, let, him be, let him be a heel for a while and then let him win. Yeah. Yeah, he's definitely gonna kind of shake off some of that, uh, some of that lose, some of that losing streak. You know, it just makes him look bad. Kind of makes people like want to forget about him. Yeah, like what was it Monday night? Like this week, we had nothing but women matches for Monday Night Raw, SmackDown, and NXT. Yeah, and I gotta say, Monday nights was pretty good. 
Tuesday nights was meh. That ladder in the match was too pushed and not good enough. Um, and then Wednesday night, dude, the NXT girls just blew the other two main shows out of the water. So let's talk about it a little bit. Uh, so what was the uh, or what was the first women's match in Raw that you recall? Oh, on Raw, that was yeah. it was the main event because they let the women main event every show this week. And I don't know if it's Women's Rights Week or something. Fuck, I don't know. Um, <laughs> but Monday night was a gauntlet match, and Nia Jack just destroyed all like there were what four or five or there's five or six contestants. Nia Jax destroyed all of them. And then, of course, Sasha Banks was the final contestant in the gauntlet match. And, you know, Nia fucking beat her up pretty good, but then Sasha made her tap. She had her in, like, she was on her back, like, in a headlock, but she turned it into a modified camel clutch. Yeah. Yeah, it was like, it didn't really look like the the bank statement. It looked like a modified camel clutch because she wrapped her legs around her arms. Yeah. And started pulling back and made her tap. Zam. Yeah, the fucking... Oh, go ahead. NXT's match last night just blew him out of the water. Just straight... <laughs> I hadn't heard T-Dub chant in a while. Yeah, no shit. Oh, what about fucking... Uh, okay, with SmackDown. Now... Before we get into the Money in the Bank match that they were competing in, it was basically a repeat of the Backlash match, um, or the Money in the Bank pay-per-view match. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I mix those two together. Uh, they have this uh, every, you know, meet every star who's ever won Money in the Bank um, on the WWE, uh, on WWE.com is one of their articles. And the picture still, it shows is it shows, like, Edge in the bottom corner, uh, like, fucking John Cena uh, right next to him, Dolph Ziggler right above him, and then Carmella. So this is almost like telling... I'm, a, I'm not trying to, like, armchair quarterback anything. I'm not trying to predict the future, but Edge is the only one of those four that actually won a title. <laughs> <laughs> Because Dolph Ziggler fucking shit the bed, um, surprisingly. Uh, John Cena shit the bed. And you and think Carmella's going to shit the bed? I think she's going to shit the bed. Because uh, I just don't see her beating Naomi and being the champion right now. Because she's, I don't think she's the women's wrestler that can carry that belt. Even with her. Well, I uh, think she should. And then fucking Charlotte should come out of nowhere and beat her her first title defense. Piano shit on TV. Yep. Have that title change on national television. I'm sure they hit a title defense match, defending match, and make it a, make it a three-way against two of the four horsewomen, you know? I think the other funny thing was, too, is there's this, uh, there's this picture of her online um, on a bus with the money in the bank briefcase. Oh really? Yeah, it, it told. It's totally funny. It's like it, that. It actually made news. Like it was actually in the news news. And then, uh, of course, it's been trending on WWE's website. Uh, and of course, among their top trending news, uh, New Day appearing in um, Adam ruins everything. Uh, you know, Baron Corbin having the money in the bank, which I actually think he will be a good cash in for that. 
Uh, yeah. Especially if he does it like a chicken shit heel. Because, like, he can back up anything in the ring power-wise. But I think he'll catch you in after the Punjabi prison match. Probably. Like, when everybody's all beat like Randy up. Randy win it back and then lose it instantly. I kind of want to so see... I, I want to see Randy pull the RK oh through the fucking prison bars. <laughs> like he just magically grabs uh fucking Jinder Mahal's head and right through the bars. That'd be awesome. And of course, uh, the NXT, uh, women's last man or the last women standing match, uh, with Oscar and, uh, and fucking crazy bitch. I want to say something about Nikki Cross first, because like a lot, a lot of people, you know, like they look at her, she's just like haggard, fucking crazy looking bitch. Look up Nikki Cross high, and you will see some pretty sexy ass pictures of her before she got into WWE. Well, she's still hot, but she pulls off that crazy. Yeah, and she dresses up very well too, because she's got a really fat round butt, <laughs> and I dig it. I dig it a lot. Can you dig it? <laughs> <laughs> yes. You ever had a fat man lick your ass? You ever had a fat man in a coat lick your ass? <laughs> How did it go? You ever had your asshole licked out by a fat man in an overcoat? <laughs> God. Uh, I miss Jay. <laughs> oh, indeed. Fucking. But yeah, that. But out of all of them, though, yeah, out of the women's revolution on, you know, on Thursday, on uh, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, it's kind of. I, I think NXT definitely has the top on that. Uh, oh, God, yes. I don't think they have the upper hand when it comes to the flock of women they got behind them. Yeah. I mean, you still got fucking Ember Moon and yeah. fucking Peyton Royce is looking really good. And um, even though I'm not a big fan of the iconic gimmick, but you know, she's nice to look at and she doesn't hurt your eyes when you're watching her wrestle. Yeah, she's actually pretty good. And then. <laughs> Who's that new, like, kickboxing chick like, or UFC chick we got in there? Oh, God. Um, putting me on the spot. I don't remember. Let's see. Do, 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 do. Cheating, 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 cheating. Cheating, cheating, cheating. Next Because, like, okay, so out of all the different women yeah, they Ruby have on Riot's there. Ruby really good. Who? Ruby Riot. Ruby Riot's really good, yeah. Uh, let's see. So they got Ember Moon, uh, Liv Morgan. She kind of sucks. Uh, Mandy Rose kind of sucks. Well, Liv Morgan reminds me of like a younger Naomi. Yeah. Very athletic. But yeah, Sonya Deville looks like they're going to be pushing her a little harder. So, so I kind of want to, I want to see that actually, because I want to see them pushing Liv Liv Morgan. Yeah, no shit. All right, so um, in conjunction with a lot of these uh, new uh, women's stars kind of uh, you know, making waves and uh, doing important things on the respected shows, uh, Netflix this past, uh, about a couple weeks ago, actually released a brand new series uh, entitled Glow, uh, The Gorgeous Ladies of Wrestling. Now, when we were kids, like in the late 80s, early 90s, Glow was this kind of bubblegum wrestling show that 
it kind of felt like really kind of cheap. It was like cheaper than WWF cheap. Well, you could get away with that back in the 80s. Yeah. And um, of course, the show was popular, you know, like a lot of the a lot of the characters were featured on other shows, including Married with Children. Uh, they they had a lot of really uh, neat spots, you know, they even had like a like a theme songs like release CD or like release tape uh, that had the all the glow girls rapping, uh, which was actually a part of their theme show or their theme song for the show. Uh, and. Netflix's version of the show is basically a dramatization of the making of Glow, but they've changed up the story quite a bit. So it's not the same characters. Uh, it's not the same trainers. I mean, because they don't have Chavo Guerrero. Uh, they don't have, even though Chavo, has, like Chavo Jr., is actually involved in the training of the women for the show. Uh, and the, all the women wrestlers actually know, how, or all the women portraying wrestlers in the show actually know how to do moves now because of it. Uh, more or less kind of following in the footsteps of his dad, but in a much different, more in-depth way, of course, with this show. Um, other wrestlers featured are John Morrison, uh, Awesome Kong, let's see, uh, Christopher Daniels, uh, A-Rod, Alex Riley. Uh, I mean... Just and and a really cool roster of people, and it's really neat to see overall as a show. I mean, the show it's produced by the same people that did Orange Is the New Black. Uh, kind of has that same feel, and yeah, it's a great series. I, I watched the entire thing in one in like three days. Oh yeah, yeah. It's got Allison Brie. Um, let's see, Mark Marrow, or no, not Mark Mark Marrow. <laughs> Mark Marin, uh, comedian Mark Marin. Uh, let's see who else. That one really crazy chick that wanted to fuck dude in uh, the sec- first or second episode of uh, American Gods. Uh, Betty Geplin. Oh yeah. Ellen Wong's in the show. She's pretty fun. Uh, let's see who else. Uh, I'm trying to think of names here of people who might even be recognizable. I mean, just a lot of people I've never seen before, but uh, all who play characters that are really awesome. Let's see. Oh, yeah, what's coming out later this summer? Uh, the WWE Women's Tournament. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're going to have that on the network, so that should be pretty cool. Yeah, that's like, I don't know if they're going to have 16 or 32 women, and that's going to, basically, they're going to rejuvenate NXT again. Was that the... Not the May, is it, is it called like the May Young or the? Who was the other one? Shit. I think it's called the May Young tournament. Oh, okay. Yeah, I wasn't sure if it was May Young or if it was the other one. Um. Yeah, it's like the Mae Young Invitational or something like that. Yeah. Oh, the Mae Young Classic. That's what it's called. So yeah. it's going to have uh, Jim Ross and Lita uh, doing commentary. Oh, sweet. I'm not sure if I'm really excited about Lita being the commentator on this, though. I'd truthfully rather have, like, 
Renee? Uh, no, I, if they could get like AJ Lee. Well, that'd be kind of interesting. Um, or Trish Stratus. Ooh, there you go. Yeah, she's a good, oh. f- more recognizable face, probably. Uh, I'm, just, uh, I'm just thinking of a, a wrestler that would be very talkative, not stand sit there and let JR do all the talking. Yeah, no shit. Well, that's why I was thinking Renee. Fucking throw Corey Graves into it. <laughs> well, that's why I was thinking Renee. You know, like Renee and Corey would be a good a good mashup for that. Both of them worked really well on NXT. So, but yeah, that should be. Yeah, and so far out of all the tournaments that WWE's done on the network, they've all been really they've good. They've all been pretty good. Yeah, the Cruiserweight Classic was fucking good. The fucking UK. The Cruiserweight Classic was great. Yeah. That out of the, like, the last couple of years of wrestling, that's probably one of my most favorite things to watch. Yeah, no shit. And it actually got me into the, um, or into the, the fucking United 205 Kingdom Live. Championship. That was really good. I yeah. could have gone for, for rounds and more wrestlers. I probably yeah, made it same longer here. than the Cruiserweight, but it wasn't as long. It was like a weekend. It was over a weekend. It wasn't over, <laughs> like, Cruiserweight was over weeks. And the guys and they've they actually, yeah, and the guys they've actually had, you know, from that too, are really fucking good. Yep, and I'm really surprised. Like a lot of them were independent guys that they just let come wrestle them and do their own thing. They didn't try to, you know, snag them and get them in WWE permanently. Yeah, and I, I like the fact that, um, I mean, that last match that that we had for the title, you know, Pete Dunn, the Bruiser way. Uh, versus Tyler Bate. That was fucking amazing. That match was fucking it was, amazing. Yeah, it was. Oh, my God. That was probably, like, one of the best fucking matches I've seen in a long fucking time. Well, apparently, Pat Patterson, behind the scenes, was so impressed with him. He's oh, like, he didn't even know who those two kids were. And then he was the first one to go up, up to him and have behind the scenes and be like, dude, that was an awesome match. Yeah. Cause like even though like Tyler Bates a little dude, dude he's a muscular little fucking dude. Yeah, he's got like some raw power for his size. Both oh. of them do. Oh yeah, and the one thing I love about Pete Dunn too, because like it was the same thing I like about Noam Dar, uh, the fact that when he's doing moves and shit, he like bends and twists the fingers and shit, and he like pulls on shit. Oh yeah, you would never think of pulling on you know during the match. That's what they used to do back in the day. Fuck yeah, it's classic. So yeah, I'm mm-hmm. hoping this. Uh, I'm hoping the May Young Classic will actually uh, work to be, you know, just as good. Well, I'm pretty sure they're gonna make it big like the cruiserweight. So she's gonna be on it. And I actually just read this earlier today. Uh, Dakota Kai, um, another girl from uh, New Zealand, who's uh, known as Evie on the Independents. So she's gonna be on there. Yeah, I can't wait to watch it. But yeah, like Tessa, Tessa Blancer is pretty good. Um, have they said when, when it's going to be? Or huh? Have they set a date for when it's going to be out? Uh, start? Yeah, they're just saying summer, so it's not like it hasn't really been fully uh, confirmed yet. Oh, okay. Another one I'm really hoping will be in the classic is fucking uh, uh, Tia Trinidad. I couldn't remember oh, yeah. that. Dude. 
sporty little body. She kind of reminds me of Mexican Trick Stratus, but without the boobs. And she's really good in the ring, you know, if they actually let her do her shit. I know they've had her on uh, NXT. Like, uh, there was a match where Mickey James beat her in a, in a weird, like, welcome back match. Uh-huh. But that was about it. Didn't really done anything since. No, they did. They do that. All right. So, as far as uh, upcoming pay per views go, uh, what are you excited about the most? As far as uh, pay per views are concerned, yeah, Great Balls of Fire. Not excited about the name of it. <laughs> I am excited about Brock and and Samoa Joe. We're looking forward to that match. That's a dream match. That's yeah. Um. I'm looking forward to, uh, actually, I'm looking forward to Sasha and Alexa. I'm looking forward to, I'm not too up on the whole ambulance match. Um, uh, what about uh, Rollins versus Wyatt? That should be good. And then um, underneath that in the, uh, in the lower card, it's going to be Akira Tozawa versus Neville. Uh, which... Yeah, up in- I actually like that thing from, uh, not this last week's 205 Live, but the week before, uh, where he's sitting out in the crowd and shit. Or he's sitting out at ringside, and he just kind of has his own section. Because I guess uh, Titus O'Neil's trying to get Akira Tozawa on his brand. Yeah, he's got my think, already. Does he? Yeah, I think so. Oh wow! Uh, yeah, I, I've got to go back and watch the most recent. He's got one. him and him and uh, what's his face, Cruz. Yeah. Oh yeah, fucking Apollo Cruz. Which is so funny to have like a manager who's like twice the size of his fucking uh, clients. I know. It's like if you don't fucking well, listen I love to me, every I'll time, kick your ass. Like, he comes out and starts to recruit somebody. He does a selfie with them, and the picture of the guy that he's taking the picture with. It's just so uncomfortable. First picture he took with Cruz, Cruz was like, what the fuck is going on? Because uh, <laughs> that one is like, <laughs> Their first selfie pictures are just horrible selfies. <laughs> That's awesome. So I wonder what SmackDown's fucking terrible, uh, you know, terrible named pay-per-view is going to be. Isn't well, like- the next one they're doing is like Battleground. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Battleground or Backla- Battleground. It's a uh, Battleground. Okay. And they got the Punjabi prison match coming, which I haven't seen in like 10 years. Yeah, we haven't seen it since Kali. I mean, and of course, you know, they haven't had a good reason to bring it back because, you know, up until now, we haven't had any actual Punjabi wrestlers in WWE. So even though I don't, even though I don't think, uh, like, I, I don't think that, uh, Jinder Mahal is is really much of a thief when it comes to, uh, you know, when it comes to being involved in this prison match. But I don't think he's going to steal the win. That's for sure. No. That was a terrible pun. (laughs) I'm hoping Baron Corbin cashes in. Like, right, yeah, breaks through the prison and fucking... I don't care who wins. I just want Baron Corbin fucking cashing it in. Do you think if he uh, if he does um, end up cashing it in, if he'll like bust through the fucking uh, through like those like crazy looking bamboo pipes or whatever they have? 
Oh, yeah, they were calling them steel-enforced bamboo pipes. I was like, excuse me? <laughs> well, they have, like, a steel rod in the center of them? What the fuck? I don't know, but it just doesn't sound right. I'm was sorry. It, was it rebarb or something? What the fuck? <laughs> it doesn't sound right. I don't care. <laughs> Healing force bamboo. What? <laughs> oh. Are you serious? <laughs> I definitely think we should we should do a post show for for great or or a pre show for Great Balls of Fire. Yeah, we'll do a pre show and. Put in our predictions. And, of course, uh, Great Balls of Fire happens uh, July 9th. Uh, yep, yep, yep. Only are available on the WWE Network, so this pay-per-view will be $5 out of your ten nine ninety nine. dollars $9.99. I'm pretty sure they're going to raise it to $12.99 pretty soon. Yeah, probably. Oh, shit, what do you... Oh, I never got to ask. What do you think about fucking Kaz turning on Enzo? What? Uh, they didn't turn. They went back to each other on Monday. Did they? Yep. I so thought Cass was going to kick him in the face again, but he's like, you're my brother. He's like, you're my brother. I thought he did turn on him. He did turn on him the prior week. Uh, and then, And then Big Mouth... Enzo was like, you're my brother, I can't let it end like this, blah, 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 you're my brother, you're my brother, you're my brother. Yeah. That's why it's stupid. Yeah, that's kind of, I'm kind of wanting it to be the other way, but. <laughs> that way, uh, that way Enzo Amore can go to 205 Live and dominate the fuck out of it. And then uh, Big Cass can be our next contender for the uh, Intercontinental Championship. I want to see Sami Zayn get a fucking title. That would be nice, yeah, instead of him jobbing out to everybody. No shit, dude. Like, make this Intercontinental title at Great Balls of Fire, or no, wait, he's on SmackDown. He's got to be U.S. champion, sorry. <laughs> I'd like to see, you know, they're going to have this fatal uh, battle royal next week to see the Cinder Bowl contender for, uh, the, to fight the new face of America, Kevin Owens. Oh, yeah. Speaking of which, okay, so WWE.com has a poll, uh, and I'll give you the results of the poll as of right now, which uh, today's date is the 29th of uh, June. So uh, here's the poll question. Who do you want to see get an attitude adjustment from John Cena on SmackDown Live's Fourth of July episode? The names I want to see him do it to himself. <laughs> so the names on this poll are the WWE champion Jinder Mahal, uh, Kevin Owens, James Ellsworth, or Baron Corbin. James Ellsworth. All right, so I'm going to tell you who I voted for, <laughs> and then we can go from there. So I actually voted for Kevin Owens because I thought they would have another really fun feud because I don't really want to see John Cena chase the WWE Championship again. So, <clears throat> but the WWE Universe, as of right now, agrees with you. 
up 46%, James Ellsworth over uh, Jinder Bahal, who's uh, 37%. Uh, Kevin Owens is at 11 and Baron Corbin is last. Nobody wants to see that at 6%. Yeah, but everybody wants to see fucking Baron Corbin put John Cena in the end of day. Now, here's another really good one. This is actually a much longer poll, and I'll I'll let you I'll let you do my pick. Uh, who would you like to see challenge Jinder Mahal for the WWE Championship next? So they're auto, uh, I think this is an automatic spoiler right here because this makes it sound like. Randy Orton's going to lose. <laughs> so, yeah. and his name is not on this list, by the way. So, out of these names, who would you like to, or me to pick? So, we have Mr. Money in the Bank, Baron Corbin, AJ Styles, Shinsuke Nakamura, John Cena, Kevin Owens, Dolph Ziggler, Sammy fucking Zayn. I'm not trying to push a vote here. Uh, Rusev or Luke Harper. And let's see. Currently, the WWE Universe are a bunch of retards. Um, <laughs> taking first place as of right now, uh, John Cena at 28%, Shinsuke at 21%, AJ Styles at 15%, uh, Baron Corbin and Rusev tied at number 9%, uh, Sami Zayn at 8 and in last place, nobody wants to see it, Luke Harper. Oh, Kevin Owens is actually, or Dolph and Kevin Owens are at the bottom barrel. So Kevin Owens is actually the only one who got 1%. Shame. Yeah, it is a shame, because, like, there's more talent in this whole group than John Cena has, period. And realistically, I think John Cena shouldn't be going for main titles because first off, I don't want to see him break Flair's record. That doesn't really need to happen. Um, actually, I want to see Charlotte break Flair's record. <laughs> and uh, not to mention, too, giving Cena the belt, you know, wouldn't really do much for him because he's going to be in he's and gonna, out. He's, yeah. he's going to go make a movie. He's going to go do something. Yeah, Here's he, the thing. I'm pretty sure he's coming back for 4th of July with Mason for a couple of weeks and he'll be gone again. Yeah, probably. So, I've gotten used to that, but, you know, I, I like the show better when John Cena's gone on. Yeah, that's true. Like, give, like, give opportunity to these other guys. Oh, here we <laughs> go. Here's a, here's a good fucking poll. This is also a SmackDown Live poll. Uh, which SmackDown Live superstar would you like to see Bree Zango open up a fashion, fashion Files case on? Baron Corbin, Dolph Ziggler, James Ellsworth, Jinder Mahal, and the Singh Brothers, The New Day, John Cena, Kevin Owens, or Luke Harper? Who was the first one? Baron Corbin. Who's the second one? Dolph. Dolph. Because they can go way back. They can go to the fucking Spirit Squad. They could, yeah. Most of these other and guys... they could go off on John Cena pretty good, too. Going back to his rap days and just... Oh, What's before... with the shorts, John? Why do you use wear shorts? Yeah. 
or even go back to when he was wearing uh, like different colored tights every every arena he was in. Yeah. All right, so let's go with this. Wow, the WWE Universe believes James Ellsworth should be the one that gets the fashion files open on him next. I'm starting to see a pattern here. I'm starting to see a pattern here. I don't know if any of our listeners are actually seeing the same pattern, but I'm totally seeing this pattern. We're just going to say that I think this vote... Actually, I want to call this... uh, I just kind of want to call this like the the dummy vote. At the I and I because like I don't see what the WWE universe sees in James Ellsworth. Um, it was funny at first, but now it's stupid. Uh, I don't know. Maybe I just grow tired of shit too quick. I have no idea. I guess so. I'm sick of them. Yeah. You're sick of them too. Yep. Mm. All right. So on that note, we'll close up shop. <laughs> this has been the second wrong tag team power. On the fuck James Ellsworth note. Yeah, no fucking shit. Fuck that motherfucker. In his fucking face. In his fucking weird looking chinless face. No shit. He needs to get the fuck away from Big Cass's girl. Fuck yeah, dude. Nobody touches Carmella. Nobody. Except for the big cat. Yeah, true. <laughs> I think if anybody the funny else... thing is, she gets the big cat. Oh. And he gets that ass. I think I think we've lost all of our feminist listeners right now. <laughs> what, did we lose all our James Ellsworth fans? I think Good. so, yeah. I think we have, officially. Good. Fucking James Ellsworth. All right, and we will. When you're uh, done crying. Tell your mommy to go change your diaper. Yep. So yeah, you'll be hearing from us a little bit more of this uh, this coming time. Um, also, tune in. Um, a new episode of the Sci Files is coming up. Uh, we are actually off. Uh, we actually took a week on, or a few weeks off uh, bef- because of the Walker Stalker Convention that happened here in Portland. So. We're kind of resting up and we're uh, gearing up for a Walker Stalker episode on the Sci Files, and then here, yep, and then here pretty soon we're gonna fucking we're gonna jam it up for uh, in September for the Rose City Comic Con. So we'll be doing a full on Rotten Corpse Radio Rose City Comic Con episode. So. Hmm. We will be. Uh. We will fucking be there. Yeah. Yeah. Alright, until then, I am Ryan James Dio. Stop hypocrisy. Goodbye, people. We'll Fuck James mo- up. Yeah, we'll see you, motherfuckers. Later.